0: This message from this week's parsha is from Lakut TeSiches Chelek Yud, Volume Ten, Sicha Number One of Parshas Lech Lecha. In the parsha, Hashem tells Avram, "Va'avarcha mevarachecha, I will bless whoever blesses you." And in the Gemara, there is a discussion about who specifically this is referring to, and one opinion is that it's referring to the Kohanim, to the Kohanim who bless the Jewish people with berchaskoyinim, with the blessing of the kohanim. And Hashem is saying that the kohanim will bless the Jews, Hashem will bless the kohanim. Another opinion is that at the end of berchaskoyinim, it says, I will bless them. And that that is a promise of Hashem to bless the kohanim, that if they bless the Jews, Hashem will bless the kohanim. And based on this, the Rebbe gives an insight into the unique quality of Birchas Kayanim, the blessing of the Kayanim and the power that it contains. But first the Rebbe explains the difference between a bracha and a tefillah, the difference between a blessing and a prayer. When a person wishes for something, for himself or for somebody else, can either give the person a bracha or can say a prayer, can say a tefillah, can say a, a prayer for the good to come, for the good to come true. What's the difference between the blessing and the prayer? The difference is that if a person has some good fortune coming to him or coming to her, but it's been held up somewhere along in the pipelines between heaven and earth, and something needs to dislodge it from where it's stuck and allow it to come down so that on a physical level it can be felt as well. Because on a spiritual level, the person is already blessed, but it hasn't made its it hasn't made its way down to this dimension, to this physical world, and therefore you can't appreciate it, and you feel deprived, even though the bracha is there in a spiritual sense. And in order to dislodge it and have it come down to earth, into the person's day to day life, you can accomplish that by giving the person a bracha. Why? Because a bracha. A bracha. When you give a person a blessing, you're using the power that you have. Your neshama is so lofty that it's even higher than where this good fortune is held up, and therefore you can authorize that this, that the endowment and the and the benefit should re, should continue its downward uh, motion into the physical realm and appear in the person's life. We have the power vested in us to bless each other in such a way to command, as it were, the goodness to move and to come down into the physical, appreciable, tangible realm. But what if there is no such goodness that is on, that is on its way? What if the, the person's need, the fulfillment of the person's need is not on its way? And there is no such benevolence that is uh, stuck somewhere up in the heavenly realms. Rather, there is not, There is no uh, salvation in sight. For that, the bracha can't help. A bracha can only help to speed along something which is on its way and perhaps held up. But a bracha cannot create a salvation that doesn't exist on any level. For that, you need a tefillah. For that, you need a prayer. Because prayer, prayer has the power to reach even higher than the organized system of, of uh, blessings uh, and, and, and uh, benefits. And God forbid the opposite, the prayer at tefillah has the power to reach above and beyond all of that, to reach to Hashem Himself and stir and inspire Hashem. To create a new goodness, a new benevolence that wouldn't, that didn't that didn't even exist to this point, as we say in prayer, Yehi Ratzin, may there be a desire in God to make the following good thing happen. There should be a new inspiration for this good thing, salvation, to take place, even if it doesn't exist already. So, prayer, tefillah has a power that blessings don't have the, the, on the other hand because you stand in a place of authority to to issue a blessing and to command the goodness to come down to this world it's almost a, a guarantee that if you give a proper bracha you are authorizing it to happen and it will happen but when it comes to filah, because you're reaching so high which is an amazing power that prayer has, it reaches beyond any any level, higher than high to Hashem Himself, you don't have the power to authorize it, you don't have the power to command it to happen, you only have the power to, and to beseech Hashem to make it happen to entreat and to petition Hashem that it should happen but you cannot authorize it and command it to take place so you see that blessings and prayers, bracha and tefillah, each have their own advantage and their own disadvantage. When it comes to bracha, you are in a position of authority to make it happen. But you're limited to what you can make happen. When it comes to tefillah, you are not in a position of authority to cause it to happen. But on the other hand, with the proper prayer and by making yourself the proper vessel, there's no limit as to what can take place, and if no salvation was in sight till now, a prayer can create a new salvation the amazing quality of Berchas Koyanim is that it has both powers because it's a bracha because it's called Koysev V'Arachu. you should bless the Jewish people so therefore the Koyanim are in a position of authority to, to cause this goodness to take place like a bracha But on the other hand, because the the mitzvah actually comes from Hashem, Hashem himself telling the kohanim to bless the Jews, so therefore there's no limit. Just like Hashem has no limit, there is no limit to the power of this bracha. So it has the advantage of prayer as well. The kohanim are empowered to give a bracha that has no limit, that has the infinite power of a tefillah. And that is the incredible, unique quality of Birha's Koyanim. And of course, when the Koyanim issue such a bracha to their fellow Jews, Hashem issues that same unlimited, infinite bracha to the Koyanim themselves.